0: hello 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 welcome back to getting lost letting the way with me big candace one i hope that you are doing good and keeping well and as always in this new normal um staying clean staying sanitized social distancing and protecting thyself and thy others and thyself's lives i'm doing i'm doing pretty good it's been a long week pretty good but quite long and I am so glad to be doing this right here and right now I was about to sing a song then i was like copyright i'm not sure i can do this so i'll save that for another day but anyway um yeah this week has been it's been hectic it's been a lot it's had me thinking and it's had me reflecting and i'm going to delve deeper into that this episode um as i'm recording this intro i'm honestly not sure how long this week's episode will be but I will speak the truth and be as authentic and as honest as I can be, whether it's for one minute, whether it's for 55 minutes. Who knows? Because humans, sometimes we can amaze ourselves. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, before getting into all that, first off, I wanted to celebrate the fact that my baby, getting lost, learning the way, is making double digits now. We're at episode 10! Woo-woo! And I'm very excited. I'm very proud of myself. Um, 10 weeks of consistency. 10 weeks of... Well, not all 10, but most weeks... <laughs> asking myself what am i doing why is this a thing and 10 weeks of semi answering those questions or just reminding myself why i'm here and why i'm doing this which is to among many things (laughs) to share what i know to find my voice honestly and to create a space that reminds myself and everyone that it's okay to get lost and through getting lost you do find the way anyway so last week. I had shared that I would be writing down some of my goals for the month of July and I talked a bit about why goal setting um, matters to me in general and I think in this moment in time where we're actually kind of finding, not kind of, we are collectively, globally trying to find or make sense of this new normal. It had me thinking, the other reason I am keen on getting back into like monthly goal setting or whatever is it's it's for me it's grounding and it gives me a sense of control over at least myself and what's going on with me. And so that's another reason I value it. And last week I hadn't written them down but I was able to And now I have them in front of me. So it's really nothing like super extraordinary. (laughs) It's just things that I have been doing, practicing and want to be more consistent in. And yeah, so I'm just going to share what they are. So the very first goal, which is a goal that's always at the top of my list, whether written or not. Wow, it's so noisy. (laughs) i really hope this won't be um audible in the recording i don't know what the heck is going on oh it's this truck. the wow now i'm narrating the life the truck's life story the door is just open so it's banging against the body or whatever anyway back to my goals So the first goal is to release four episodes of the podcast this month. So it's just a reminder for me to be consistent and to keep going. And yeah, under that, I'm actually going to add, now create a proper content calendar. You know, I used to watch those YouTube videos about creating content calendars and be like, oh, okay, that's a lot of work. It's cute or whatever. But now that I'm actually doing it on a consistent basis... It's very humbling to realize how important content calendars are, even for podcasting, because I know one of the things I'm really struggling with is being consistent on Instagram. I don't post on my personal page. I try and post on the podcast page, but it's just it's a lot of work, which gives me even more makes me even respect other content creators even more especially like my friends and even people i don't know that i follow who are super consistent who yeah mad respect to them because it's not easy that's the very first goal the second goal is to do yoga at least once a day so ideally i do it first thing in the morning and right before i go to bed yoga in bed great genre. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So yeah, that's another goal. And (laughs) this week I did there's a a yoga pose called child's pose. It's one of my favorites. And when I stopped doing yoga, I realized it wasn't that great. My um, posture and whatever. And I did it earlier this week and I got all the way to the ground and I was like... i was so excited so that was like it was it's one pose but it's really given me like the motivation and the drive to like keep going and keep pushing and i'm coming to appreciate yoga in a new light which i'm really grateful for so yeah those little wins we celebrate them and we allow them to keep happening so the third goal is to start properly doing research on like healthy eating and i'm not doing this because i want to lose weight or whatever i'm actually doing this because i want to cultivate a lifestyle of like healthy eating like a good balance between being intentional about what i eat and also allowing myself like moments of just indulgence but not letting those moments become like the norm because like a lot of people I would guess Um, quarantine I have been eating <laughs> I have been over indulging in a lot of junk food definitely as a way to cope sometimes like eating just because it's there or like just letting my cravings get the best of me most of the time and it's not bad to indulge it's not I just think I need more balance in my life I need as much healthy eating As I do indulgence. So finding that balance is actually, like, the big goal. Something I want to, like, cultivate a healthy idea around eating that... I can carry with me for the rest of my life. That's so. I'm just getting started. I'm basically I'm literally on step one on that. And the last goal is to finish a book I have called Dust. It's written by Yvonne Adiambo Owar. Um, let me get the book to confirm. It's actually quite. It's such a good book. I remember I bought it way back when in 2017. Yeah, Yvonne Adiambo Owuor, Incredible book. I bought it back then. I could not read it. <laughs> it was too, too heavy for me at that point for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> so I decided to take a breather from it. But now I'm back to reading it. I had to restart it. And so far, so good. So yeah, those are my July goals. Now you know. Now I have somebody, some people Anybody out there (laughs) to keep me accountable for that, which I would really, really appreciate. And like I asked last week, I'd love to know if anyone has some goals that they want to achieve this month. I would love to hear about that and also support you along the way. Yay! (laughs) So, a quick disclaimer before I get into what I'm about to talk about, which is more of a reflection than anything else. Number one, I am speaking from the perspective of just a lay person, a go. <laughs> I am not, I'm not a historian. I'm not a historical expert at anything. I am just someone who wants better for themselves and better for the society that they live in. Number two, I'm speaking my truth. Um, I'm sharing my thoughts and my beliefs on things. You can... Agree or not agree, that's entirely up to you. But what I'm doing here is speaking my truth, what I've come to learn and know, and what I believe and hold true for Jade. Okay, so earlier this week there was the Sabah Sabah March for Our Lives, um, that happened um this past Tuesday, July seventh, thus seven seven thus Sabah Sabah, commemorating um the 30th anniversary of the initial Sabah Saba protest that took place in. On, rather, July 7th, 1919. Um, I'm not going to delve into the history of all that because it's a lot. <laughs> and I feel like it deserves a lot of, not I feel, it does deserve a lot of research and a lot of time to explain like what it was then and the parallels with what was earlier this week. But I will say that the Sabah Sabah was um, the culmination of a continuous movement to encourage um, political pluralism in Kenya. And if you'd like more information on that, I will leave um, an article that you can check out in the description. Uh, mine is to say that oh wow that's such a Kenyan thing before I get into it, mine is just to say or oh, mine is to say. People put their literal lives and bodies on the line and they were doing so especially for uh, marginalized communities in the poorer areas of Nairobi and honestly in all of Kenya who are the greatest victims of police brutality and violence they put their bodies on the line for them and as a result for all of us for the rest of us because whether we like it or not or whether you see the connections or not that work has a ripple effect on the rest of society even though most of society doesn't actually feel the the most immediate or the heaviest impact of it uh, directly speaking there are no words that can describe okay there are words but they they don't do the job of describing exactly what it is I'm feeling and I guess this reflection now is more of an active processing number one I even though this doesn't mean much to most that's okay but I salute those people who did what they did considering it's also in the middle of a global pandemic so that's heavy and I say all this to say I've been thinking about of course like my future what i want to make out of my life and what i want to do and it's so hard to bring all these these complicated thoughts into one collective thing it's hard to say everything i want to say but i'm gonna keep going and i'm gonna keep trying and when I think about healing and getting lost and finding the way on an individual level, I think that work is incredibly necessary and incredibly important. And I'm very much so in a place, in the place where I'm still learning and appreciating the value of that work. But I also recognize, and I've also learned with time, that in individual healing though really foundational and really important to a certain extent it can really live to its fullest um, how would I describe it its fullest potential without being in a healthy environment and beyond just like the homes that we live in or our families or our friends who become families the greater society it impacts how our society's function impact our well-being, whether it's mental, physical, social, emotional, all that stuff. It does have a serious impact. And so even thinking about the podcast, I think, not I think, I believe it's really important to do the work of healing ourselves, but also kind of remembering that we're not healing in a vacuum. We're healing in a complex or in different complex situations and a complex society. And the work of individual healing can't be fully achieved without the without doing our best to play our role in collective healing as well. And for some people that looks like taking to the streets, okay, it's necessary. A lot of great change has come through that, albeit it's very dangerous, not only in during the time of the event but even after the fact. But there are also smaller ways that we can continue to cha- bring change bring about healthy change, supporting those same people in the streets every day, advocating, pushing, supporting, caring for these communities that are so marginalized and so left behind and so not in our purview at all. And when they do come in our purview, it's always under this, it it has to include violence and death and honestly dehumanization. And it's really, really unjust and really wrong and really unfair. This is just one of those moments where i'm like did i have to put the mic in front of my face and say this and yeah i did i did it's not perfect it's not eloquent it's not even complete and more than that i feel we all have different roles to play and i'm still very much fleshing out these ideas and what they mean for me and i would encourage you to do the same but i think one of the most important things is learn your history everything that is is not just by accident. There is always something that happened once upon a time that led to this moment in time. So that's what I'll say. Engage with history. Listen to people who've been doing the work, who are knowledgeable, who understand these things. Respect their work, respect their boundaries, and support where you can. Listen, learn, support, and do what you can. Whatever that may mean, whatever that may look like. I believe that my healing and my space and whatever my life journey in this world will be, there is no way that not playing my role in making Kenya a more just society, there's no way that work is not a part of it. What I mean is, I'm taking the statements or the phrase I'm about to use from a conference that I attended a couple of years ago. The work of my own personal healing is intricately bound to the role or the roles I will take on in actively bringing about or creating a more just society and again I don't know what that looks like I'm scared but I'm still trying to learn and trying to prepare myself and life is so complicated but that connection for me is not a complicated one It's as clear as day. I'm trying to figure out my part. In the meantime, I'm doing what I can. And I hope you can do the same from wherever you are. So as I sign off today, as always, always, I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week filled with goodness, filled with cleanliness and distance from COVID-19. Full of love, um, full of rest, full of whatever you need for your needs to be met. Um, yeah. And as always, you can reach out on the podcast Instagram page, which is at Getting Lost Learning the Way Pod. Uh, let a girl know what your um, July goals are if you have any and yeah I wish you a wonderful one and thank you for your patience and your understanding with this gal who's trying to find her voice on the internet what (laughs) and in general so I wish you well and a word to the wise this week it's okay to be confused it's okay to be scared it's okay to not have the words to articulate how you feel. It's part of the experience of learning and growing and living. Peace.